you know, detailed spec of everything with your pie hole. So we have that, if I can avoid unplugging it, over here. So the question is, well, what should you get? Should you get the, the, the Pi Zero version or should you get the Pi 3 version? Well, it depends. You know, if you need Ethernet, then definitely, you know, this is going to have Ethernet. You plug it right in and, you know, that's really nice because you'll definitely get better performance over Ethernet. But, you know, if you don't mind it being on Wi-Fi, you want to save a couple bucks, the Pi Zero W is going to be a lot less expensive. And uh, it's none of the, neither are easier to use. Both are, you know, the same exact software installation. This one just comes with a bigger screen and a nice bigger case. Okay. So two, two kits to make your own ad blocker. We have the TF Mini. This is a little, well, it's called a micro LiDAR, but it's not. It's a, it's a time of flight sensor. It comes in a very nice case, which I like, uh, and it has UART output. And it's kind of unique in that not a lot of sensors have UART output. And that can be very handy because you can plug it into a computer with a USB a serial port um, adapter. I have one here I can show on the overhead real fast. But it basically uses infrared light. It's not a laser. And it's got, you know, power, uh, 5 volt power, ground, and then uh, uh, RX and TX, 3.3 uh, volt logic. Um, we have an Arduino library. You can use it with Arduino uh, that somebody wrote. And um, we also wrote a CircuitPython library, which means you can run it on uh, Windows, Mac, Linux, whatever. Plug this into your FTDI adapter, and then you can actually use this directly on your computer if you'd like. I'm just reading that Python serial data. Uh, so you can make interactive um, projects or motion detection stuff. But I guess the thing that's really nice about these is um, it comes in a nice case. You know, it's easily mounted and it's got these nice lenses. Works like I think up to uh, 12 meters away. Okay, next up. This is the dub, so the ESP32 Warover. We already had the Warum. <laughs> this yeah. is the Warover. Yeah, I love these names. Um, the Warover is a longer version of the ESP. You probably this looks a lot like the ESP32 module that's on the Feather. It is very similar, but it's um, bigger and longer because it has a built-in PS RAM chip instead. It has, I think, eight megabytes of PS RAM, and we even decapped one of these. So maybe, I'll get, nice. maybe I'll get real close here, so I can show you. Yeah, thanks to Dano for. Do you guys just took the cap off? And then make sure I'm zoomed in. Okay, so you got the ESP32 here. That's your classic. I think it's a four megabyte SPI flash. You've got the N10 and all the, the passives, and that's all good. And over here is an eight megabyte PS RAM. So it's this uh, SPI RAM. It's not going to be, of course, as fast as if the RAM was on chip. But given that the instruction memory is on flash anyways, and it probably does some caching on here, um, we do have noticed that there's a couple projects that people like to build where you need to have extra RAM, like a couple of video game emulators. Uh, if you want to have it be like a Game Boy emulator, you do need to buffer a ton of stuff in RAM. Um, this PS RAM will be very, very handy. So it's a longer module. Um, it has the same pinouts. It's just they, they, they kind of moved it from being shorter and some pins on the side. They, the pins are now all along um, these two halves to make room for this uh, honking PS RAM chip. But it still has, um, sorry, the FCC and your certification uh, markings on it, Telec. So um, great if you're designing a board and there's um, Eagle CAD objects out there if you need them for, uh, for adding this into your product. And maybe we'll make a feather with it. We'll see. It's not out yet. Don't ask. Okay. So that was that. Yes. 
Okay, next up, there's two stars of the show tonight besides the Devil community star. and Yuli Data. It is this. This is Mike Barilla's bundle. Yes. That's why the code's bundle. Bundle. So, you know all about the best-selling number one book, Getting Started with Adafruit Circuit Playground Express. Gets you started. It's perfect if you want. You're like, I, I want to start learning how to program and make hardware using the Circuit Playground Express with MakeCode or Circuit Python or with Arduino. This book covers all three, so you'll get going. It's not like a mega book, but it's just enough. I actually think kind of big books are scary. This is this is just the right amount. It's about like a three quarters of an inch thick. Um, I think so. What? Oh yeah. Do you want to go overhead? Yeah, if you want to show some of the can, Yeah, sorry, I gotta. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry. There's a lot of demos today. Yep. Which is good. I just have to. Um, okay. So it's a, a couple hundred pages, and uh, it's full color. Learning MakeCode, um, so it goes through making blocks and dragging them, and how to use that to get started with MakeCode. Then of course Blinka shows up. Um, how to install and use Moo and Circuit Python, so you're you're ready to write Python code um, as well, and how to even got some plotting going on there. That's kind of nice. And then finally, um, it has a couple chapters on Arduino, so how to use the Arduino Circuit um, Python, sorry, Circuit Playground Library. So you're like, okay, I love this book, best selling, best book ever. But what if you're like, I don't want to have to pick up all the. What do I need? What do I need? I just want to get. I just want to do this thing. So now we have a bundle. Bundle comes with the book, Circuit Playground Express, the base packs. So you get the battery, battery packs, and batteries. So you have a remote. You can use it on the go. It's got like lights and audio, so it's great for you know, cosplay projects. USB cables. Get a good USB cable, so you know it will work. A bundle of Alligator Clip 2 breadboard wire adapters. So this is good for a couple of the projects, and then uh, copper tape for capacitive touch projects. So you get kind of everything you need to go through the book and build a whole bunch of the projects. And then, of course, the Circuit Playground Express has so many sensors and LEDs built in, you don't need a whole bucket of parts because the parts are already on the board. Okay. Mm -hmm. And tonight, the star yeah. of the show, besides you, Lady Ada, the community, and all the different team members, room is out there is this. The NeoPixelate Feather... No, sorry, not the Feather The Friend. We had the Featherwing, and this is the Friend. I'm, I, there's so many NeoPixelates. So we have um, a little breadboard adapter... We made a Featherwing version, but this is good for uh, if you're using it with a Metro M0 or Metro M4 and Itsy Bitsy. This is a level shifter booster specifically for NeoPixels. You don't have to use it with NeoPixels, but I don't know what else you'd use it for. It takes eight signals in, um, three volt or five volt logic. There's a little boost converter on it that will generate a clean five volts, and then it lifts those signals to five volts to cleanly drive NeoPixels. And it has, um, you see these uh, RJ45 jacks. That's a really easy way to, if you're going to wire up a ton of LEDs, um, it makes it easier to, to clip in and out without uh, having to, like, needle with a breadboard or little wire adapters because, you know, it, it, you can have eight wires, so four data wires and four grounds. Okay, uh, and we have a for, giant demo here. <laughs> yeah, the, the demo's kind of enormous, but I think, I think if I kind of move yeah. stuff around a little bit. Okay, so here you go. Yep. So you got here the, the Metro M0. So the, this is meant to work with our um, NeoPixelate library. And the library um, runs on the SAMD21 and the SAMD51. So those are the two chips that we recommend. It doesn't run on the Arduino Zero because the Arduino Zero doesn't have enough memory and doesn't have DMA. What's nice about the library is it does it all for you. Like there's no processor time being taken to drive this many pixels. It's all being done with DMA. That's direct memory access. So you just tell it, you know, 
write these pixel data, it goes off, it does it, and it returns immediately so you don't lose any time to actually toggle all the pixels and it happens all in parallel using um, this timer waveform peripheral that's built into the SAMD 21 and 51. So um, to use that library, uh, we recommend you know the friend as an accessory. Again, you see it's like I just I can easily uh, plug in and unplug a ton of uh, NeoPixel strips here. I got like eight strips in, in a big ass pile. Um, you can use it with any SAMD, so it's the M0 board or SAMD 51. Um, not every pin can drive the, the NeoPixel because it is, isn't on that peripheral, but you know all of our boards have at least, except for like the Trinket and the Gemma, they all have at least eight pins that you can use. So uh, in the Metro M0 case, it's pins uh, zero through uh, eight, sorry, zero through um, seven. So the first eight pins, um, those are the pins that you know we suggest using. And then the Metro M4, it's I think two through seven, and then ten and eleven, and then you know each each board's going to be a little bit different um, just because of where the timer pins ended up. But if you want to add a ton of NeoPixel to your project, uh, this little accessory plus our library uh, is really cheap. Uh, use any NeoPixel compatible strips, squares, boxes, rings, whatever you want. It can drive you know a couple thousand LEDs quite easily. Um, and you get tons of processor time to, to design how you want your lights to look so you're not spending all your time just twiddling those bits. All right, and with that lady, Ada, is... So many LEDs. It was. Okay.